The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Chabad of the Yid, Mr. Golding. Read the story recently. This Mr. Golding, at the time, in 1928, was not a, was not a religious Jew. But he was a traditional Jew. And when it was his father's yard site, he always went to shul to say Kaddish. It was December of 1928, it was his father's yard site, fell out on his Shabbos And he went to shul somewhere in, I think it was the New York area, if I'm not mistaken. And he went to shul, and he goes to the shul, and he walks in, and the whole way to the shul, there are two kids, two little children running around in their pajamas. And listen, he wasn't a religious Jew. But he knew that's a little bit of a, a bizarre and a little bit of a disgrace. And he goes over to the children and he says, Why are you wearing your pajamas in shul? He says, No, no, we live here. He says, You live here? Yeah, we live in the basement. He says, I didn't know there was an apartment in the basement. There's no apartment in the basement. A few weeks ago, we were thrown out of our apartment. We couldn't pay the rent. These children are telling. And the rabbi let us take over the basement that we should live in the basement temporarily. Well, we've been here for a few weeks. Man, Mr. Golden goes in, he davens, he, right, he, he says, Kaddish does his thing. He goes to find the father. He goes to find the father. Afterwards, and he comes to the father, and he can't find him. He goes downstairs, he knocks on the door downstairs, and he finds the father, Rabbi Parnas. Yosef Yitzchak Parnas. And he says, I heard from your children, your predicament, your situation. Thank God Hashem has blessed me with, with wealth. I'd like to help you out. I'd like to purchase an apartment for you. And he hands him a $5,000, he tries to hand him, a $5,000 check, that's what, 1928, for an apartment, to purchase an apartment. And Rabbi Yisrael Parnas says, no, I can't take your check. Thank you so much, it's so sweet of you, but I, I, I can't take your check. So the man thought, oh, oh, I know it's Shabbos, okay, I'll come back, I'll bring it back tomorrow. He said, no, 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 you don't understand, Mr. Golding. Thank you, it's so sweet of you, you're incredible. It's really appreciated. But I won't be able to take your check tomorrow either. You see, we're living here right now because I lost my job a few times because I won't work on Shabbos. And that's why this is our predicament right now with my family. I wouldn't bring myself to take money from somebody who's not keeping Shabbos to support me. How can I do that? What type of lesson is that from, for myself, for my children? That's not what I stand for. The reason we're in this situation is because I won't break Shabbos. So we're sacrificing for Shabbos. I'm going to take from somebody. I, I, I'm not judging you. He said it in a very, in a very respectful way, the most respectful he could say this, I'm not judging you, but I, I can't take money from Chil Shabbos for an apartment, so we'll live here for now. Mr. Golding went home, and he went to his wife and told his wife the story, and he says, if someone's willing to sacrifice and live in a basement in the shul for Shabbos, it must be something special to the Shabbos. Let's start keeping Shabbos. And he started keeping Shabbos. And a week later, he came back to Rabbi Parnas, and he knocked on the door. He said, I'd like to present you with the $5,000 check so you could buy an apartment. And Rabbi Parnas said, really, it's so sweet, you try again. I, I thought I'd, I explained it well to you. He says, you did. 
I'm Shomer Shabbos now. I'm never going to break another Shabbos. You could accept this check now. And he took the check and he, and he bought an apartment for his family. You know, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, we don't have the Nisyonos that that door had. My grandfather tells me about his father, my Alta Zayda, who's my Shunefesh, to keep Shabbos, and how many times he had to find new jobs, and how many times he had to mamish go into to work. He got home minutes before Shabbos, would go into work Matzei Shabbos, and had to, because he kept Shabbos, would have to work all Matzei Shabbos through all of Sunday till Sunday night to make up for not working on Shabbos. And I'm sure all of your grandparents have such stories of the Mr. Snefesh for Shabbos. It was a time we can't understand. Hashem, we don't have such Nisyon or such as that. But we have to be Meister Nefesh for Shabbos in the same way. And our Messiah's Nefesh has to be maybe to not care about anything else going out in the world during Shabbos. And our Messiah's Nefesh has to be to go to a longer minion on Shabbos. And our Messiah's Nefesh has to be to sit at the Shabbos table and sing. And has to be to sit and learn Shabbos afternoon, even if I'm tired. Okay, we can take a nap. But you need a four-hour nap. And to sit and learn. And sit and and. and and have Shabbos the way it's supposed to be. That has to be our Messias Nefesh. And if we have Shabbos such a, me, such a way, all that, are, all that we need in our life will be answered. Yisrus Dilel will come down. As the Zohar said, it's of the goof end of the Neshama. We should be Zoycha as we live through again Kriyas Yamsif. We're living through again the Shabbos Kodesh Tikil Yisrus Dilel. We should always to connect the Shabbos the deepest way in this Chos of Shabbos of the Yom Shekula Shabbos. Be as Mashiach, Kula Shleimah, Be Herbi Amen.